The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locusts and wild honey, and this was what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, I want to think about our readings today in terms of the sacrament of reconciliation. It seems to me that our readings today point very beautifully to the sacrament of reconciliation, which we have back here in our church. I like to call it the chapel of mercy, the place of healing, the happy room where we can come and be totally forgiven by God. A place that, um, in terms of uh, the physical order, it would be a machine that would heal any disease that you have and bring you to complete health, anything physically wrong with you. And that's what it is in the spiritual order that the sacrament of reconciliation can bring total healing to us. And look what, uh, how, how I came to this from our readings. Isaiah says, Comfort, give comfort to my people, says the Lord. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim her that her service is at an end, that her guilt is expiated. Where do we experience that? But right there in our Sacrament of Reconciliation. It's got three names. Sacrament of Reconciliation, Sacrament of Penance, Sacrament of Confession, I'm just going to call it Sacrament of Confession. 
from here on in. And look at our beautiful psalm, Psalm number 85. Kindness and uh, truth shall meet, and justice and peace shall kiss. The Lord himself will give us his benefits. Justice shall walk before him. That, again, is a sign of our sacrament of reconciliation, where the Lord gives us all that we need when we come to him with a sincere heart. And uh, St. Peter, of course, is talking about here in, in 2 uh, Peter th- chapter 3, he's talking about the end of time. But again, the sacrament of confession points to the end of time, when Jesus will return and all of our sins will be judged before everyone. Everyone will rise from the graves. Everyone in the world will know every sin we've ever done, except the ones we confess in confession they will not be remembered. So the sacrament of reconciliation itself points to the end of time. And then Jesus, you know, here is not in the gospel, which John the Baptist is, and he says, one mightier than I is coming after me. And certainly that's my experience in the confession. I'm in there, the penitent is in there, but there's one mightier than I that is in the confessional, and that's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit does a lot of his work right there in the confessional. The Holy Spirit does a lot of his healing, a lot of his deliverance, a lot of his illumination happens in the midst of that sacrament of reconciliation. Our Christian vocation is one where we are to share and participate in the life of the Trinity, the work of the Trinity, and the love of the Trinity. Our Christian vocation, the reason we were created, what we're on this earth to do, is to share and participate in the life of the Trinity, the work of the Trinity, and the love of the Trinity. And this vocation that we all have requires of us uh, unceasing effort, an unceasing effort in our struggle against our passions against our sins, and against, our, against the evil one. It's a, it's a state of constant conversion, a unceasing effort against our passions, which are our emotions, our out-of-control emotions, our sins, and the evil one. Again, I think everything that's really, really important to us is in the Our Father, And that's right there in the Our Father, which we say, hopefully, many, many times every day. We pray the Our Father, Lord Jesus, uh, forgive us our sins. Has we forgive, that's confession, right? Has we forgive those who sin against us and uh, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the power of evil? Or you could say, it could be translated the evil one. So that sacrament of reconciliation is right there in the Our Father which means it's very important for our life and very important for us. And it's in that sacrament where we do battle against and we we struggle against, you know, our passions, our out-of-control emotions, our, uh, our sins, and the evil one himself. Look what it says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, that we're not just fighting ourselves, but there is an evil one. For we are not contending against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the rulers of this present darkness, against spiritual hosts of wickedness 
in the heavenly places. Therefore, take the armor of God. You could So we're against the evil ones. You could think of the sacrament of confession as putting on the armor of God and being prepared for the battle against him. So in this battle, of course, we're not left on our own. We're not left as orphans. We're not left to do this by our own power. We have been given of the Holy Spirit at our baptism. And it's the Holy Spirit who empowers us to defeat our out-of-control emotions. It's the Holy Spirit who empowers us to defeat sin. And it's the Holy Spirit who empowers us to defeat the, whole, the evil one. And the Holy Spirit is so much working through that, through the sacraments. You know, the main work of the Holy Spirit in the world is through the sacraments. And through that sacrament of confession, the Holy Spirit is bringing this all about. We need only to repent. Revelation uh, chapter 2. Jesus says, I can't find it, but it says, repent and continue to do the good works that you are supposed to do. We are to repent and to, and to continue on with the good works that we have always done. And this sacrament of reconciliation, of uh, confession, has many fruits and many benefits attached to it. Forgiveness of sin, strengthening against that sin, and the healing of the damage caused by sin. So this is the sacrament which God, he who knows human nature, gave to us to take advantage of it. So I'm recommending you go this year of your life, you go frequently. Because there it is. It's there for us. It's there for our healing, our forgiveness, and our strengthening in our battle, in our battle to become uh, more like Jesus Christ. Now the church says once a year, okay, I can't argue with the church, But I would recommend, you know, uh, at least once a season, go during Advent, go during Christmas, go during Ordinary Time, go during Lent, go during Easter. That would be about six times a year. If you want to do better, I would say go once a month. Once a month is really great. You get all that healing grace. If you want to go even better than that, once a week is awesome. Because all the grace, all the healing, all the beauty that God wants to give us.